Hi, I'm Ken Kessler, and welcome to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. Just so there are no misunderstandings, there won't be any music played here. This is a place for conversation. I'll talk about Christmas music and some related topics, sometimes by myself and sometimes with guests. But if you're looking for music, just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. We play the best variety of Christmas music all year long. Well, except in October when we play the best variety of Halloween music. This particular episode of the Sounds of Christmas podcast is something I thought long and hard about. I try to steer clear of controversy and keep my opinions on most matters to myself, except where Christmas music is concerned, of course. I've gotten chased out of uh, at least one Facebook group for what I'm going to talk about in this podcast, but I've seen more and more posts lately on social media, articles and blogs on websites about the so-called cancel culture and the ridiculous claims of a war on Christmas, and I just feel like I need to say something. Yes, I did refer to the war on Christmas as ridiculous. It is. There is no war on Christmas. And there is no one trying to cancel it outside of the Grinch and a handful of other characters from Christmas movies and TV specials. First, let me say this about what many are calling cancel culture. A private company deciding to change a product or services that they offer, at least as far as they're concerned, in an attempt to better serve their customers is not cancel culture. It's business. And it's business the way business has been done for centuries maybe longer. My decision to not air certain songs is not some kind of cancel culture or banning. You can still find those songs on streaming services or sites and stores that sell recorded music, and there are plenty of other stations that play them. In my opinion, there are certain songs that the Sounds of Christmas audience doesn't respond well to. They're songs that make listeners turn the station off, and I try to avoid that. So I made the decision not to play certain songs, and I continue to make similar decisions every year. I also make the decision not to play songs by certain artists, those who have said or done something that polarizes people. I'm not keeping that artist from recording Christmas music, and I'm not keeping anyone from buying it or listening to it elsewhere. I don't even mention that I'm not playing songs by any particular artist. I just want to play music that doesn't have that negative effect on people. There are too many other places people can go to listen to Christmas music, and if they turn off the sounds of Christmas and go somewhere else, they may not come back. A non-music version of this sort of scenario is playing out in the news right now, and I'm only going to mention it briefly because there's a slight connection to Christmas and Christmas music. This is about the six Dr. Seuss books that have gone out of print. The Grinch is not one of them, by the way. If you don't know the story, the Seuss estate announced their decision to no longer publish new copies of six Dr. Seuss books because of their concerns about the content and the messages the books were sending. I don't want to get too far off topic here or get lost in the weeds of this story, but Dr. Seuss is not getting canceled. He's not getting banned. Publishers have made these kinds of decisions for a very long time. And while some will argue about political correctness and the like, the simple truth is that a private business made a decision about the products they produce in relation to the customers they serve. Really, it's that simple. 
by the way, as proof that uh, that he's not being canceled, copies of these six books are available by the dozens, maybe by the hundreds on eBay and from private sellers on Amazon. The prices go from about 40 bucks up into the thousands. In fact, there's one copy of If I Ran the Zoo on Amazon available for $5,000, but that does include free shipping. Now, back to the so-called War on Christmas. This started on a certain self-proclaimed news channel in 2004, and it shows up again and again every single year. Lately, the buzzwords of cancel culture have been added to the discussion, and it really is ridiculous. There is no war on Christmas. Christmas is a national holiday here in the U.S. Our government is closed. The post office is closed. Christmas decorations are not in short supply. Most cities have lights and other assorted Christmas decor on city streets, on streetlights in popular common areas. Lots of cities and small towns have annual tree lighting events and Christmas parades. Almost every store and restaurant and many other places of business play Christmas music over their sound systems. And while some don't want the trappings of a religious holiday in or associated with their children's schools, those same schools still shut down every year for Christmas. And on a national scale, every year our tax dollars go to pay for decorations in the nation's capital, including bringing in what will become our national Christmas tree from a location that is usually pretty far away. I think I read that the tree for Christmas 2021 will be coming all the way from California. Plus, we even see photos and sometimes videos of the Christmas decorations at the White House. Christmas decorations that were paid for by we the people, the taxpayers. There's also this crazy idea that somehow we're not allowed to say Merry Christmas to one another. That has never been the case. Well, it hasn't been the case for hundreds of years anyway. It's not the case now. It hasn't been the case in recent history. What has happened is that some businesses have opted to say happy holidays in an attempt to be more inclusive for their customers. This isn't cancel culture. This isn't a war on Christmas. It's business. It's a business that wants to be in business for everyone. I have no idea why anybody would be offended by that. It's not like it's a new greeting. Doing a quick scan of my Christmas music library, I find that I have at least 100 songs with that title. I don't remember about anyone getting mad at Bing Crosby when he starred in a movie called Holiday Inn and sang a song called Happy Holiday. And that was 1942. The phrase itself goes back hundreds of years and may actually predate people saying Merry Christmas. So really, Getting upset about that is just silly. On television, the Hallmark Channel began airing new Christmas movies a week before Halloween. And now in March, they air Christmas Fridays, where they play one of their Christmas movies on Friday evenings. And they do this every week of the year. I don't know how many Christmas movies were released in theaters in 2020, but there were plenty that were released on TV and on various streaming services. And this past year, I added over 500 new Christmas songs to the station. And for every one that I added, there were probably three or four others that I didn't add. That means that I went through somewhere around 2,000 new Christmas songs just in 2020. 
Really, if there was a threat of canceling Christmas, would there be that much new Christmas music? There are always individual stories of people behaving badly, of politicians saying or doing stupid things. But even this past year, during a global pandemic, Christmas was celebrated vibrantly. In fact, if anything, Christmas is more popular than ever. And I know that because I run a Christmas music station that is on all year long. And I have listeners tuning in from all over the world, not just at Christmas time, but throughout the whole year. In fact, thousands of people in dozens of countries listen to the sounds of Christmas in February. Now it's over two months after December 25th. Not one person has tried to stop me from playing Christmas music or posting about Christmas and Christmas music on social media. There is no war on Christmas. This podcast is continuing to grow, and we're popping up on more and more podcasting sites. Just recently, we've been added to the podcast section on Audible. We're also available through Amazon's Alexa, so you can ask for the Sounds of Christmas podcast on the Echo and Amazon's other devices. You can also find the Sounds of Christmas podcast on christmaspodcasts.com and mymerrychristmas.com. In fact, we're on over 20 different podcasting sites. Since you're listening to this now, you've obviously found us somewhere. But if there's another site you like to use for podcasts, check out our podcast page on our website for the complete list of everywhere that you can listen to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. Oh, the website is www.soundsofchristmas.com then just click on the podcast tab. For the Sounds of Christmas station to listen to the music, you'll need to stick with our website or our app in the Google Play Store. In the meantime, thank you for listening. If you have comments or suggestions, feel free to reach out to me on social media, facebook.com slash SOC Music or at SOC Music on Twitter. Thanks again. And may you always believe in Santa Claus.